everyone, and welcome to the What If Project podcast. My name is Tracy, and I am one of your co-hosts. And I'm Rain. I'm another one of your co-hosts. Are there more? Should we be looking I, for more? <laughs> not today. I don't. I don't know. All me, right. and my, me and my multiple personalities are here for you, Tracy. Oh, yay! <laughs> Get more bang for my buck. There you go. We are two curious, passionate moms who also happen to be lifelong friends who are working our way from our normal nine to five work from home jobs. And we're really looking for an escape from that and an escape from the humdrum and looking to explore the things that we really love to do. What that means is we want to do the things that make our socks go up and down. <laughs> That's the What If Project and our modules. So we hope that you will sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride as we continue into episode 17 of the What If Project podcast. Episode 17, really? For reals. Oh, why, how, I don't know why, but I'm surprised by that number. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! Yay, that's awesome. Today is the 20th of February. Uh, Sunday. So we are recording episode 17. And this will air on February the 22nd. That'll make us in the last week of February. I can't believe that. Oh, my goodness. But one week closer to spring. So I am not complaining about that. Yay. Hallelujah. So speaking of spring and spring cleaning and cleaning and decluttering. <laughs> <laughs> This past week, Rain and I have been saturating ourselves in all things decluttering on top of everything else. So neither one of us have taken off a week from work, solely work on this. We are literally adding this on top of our already pretty darn full lives. But we knew that decluttering would be really important to us as we moved into the next module and the next module as we really dialed into those things that are super important to us, the things that are we're passionate about, which happen to be a, a lot of things in the realm of sustainability and DIY and living with less. Are any other words that I've missed, Rain? Oh my gosh. I'm sure all that I could can all the words, Tracy, all of them. No, I those that's a pretty good summary though for today. For today. <laughs> yeah, the bottom line is we just have neglected some of our passions over the last few years and we just don't want to do that anymore. And so we are bringing those live to you. This module of decluttering is the result of, I'm guessing, having too much clutter, <laughs> at least in my house anyway, and knowing that that clutter will only get worse if it's not dealt with and some different uh, mindsets and patterns and habits aren't developed to stay on top of that so that we do have the freedom and flexibility, let's say, once the weather warms up to go outside and tend to some little baby tomato plants or whatever happens to be on the agenda for that week. I know Rain told me she had some little little baby tomato plants. My, I know my little tomato babies is what I'm calling them. My husband put up a greenhouse in the fall, which was exciting for me because I was like, okay, well, good. Then I can, you know, start planting some seeds and doing some stuff. So we planted some tomatoes last Saturday 
and they are all starting to sprout. And so I've been in the, like the greenhouse like four times today, just like going out there to see what they're doing. So I'm very excited. And then I put some greens, some salad greens on my windowsill in my kitchen today. So they should be up in sometime this week, hopefully starting to sprout. So I'm excited. I'm really getting excited about some of that stuff too. Because I have space on my windowsill because I moved stuff off of my windowsill. So I have space to put this thing up there, which is something that I want to do. But I keep telling myself, where am I going to put it? I don't know. Well, I do know where it should go. I just needed to. So you decluttered your windowsill and were able to put something back there that you were passionate about? That's correct. Oh my gosh. I feel like that's the best thing ever. I felt very proud of myself and I was really excited and it was so small. Literally my windowsill is, I don't even know how long it is. What is it? Four feet maybe by like 12 inches or something. I mean, it was a super small space, but I had some knives and I had a rock or something ridiculous, probably that one of my kids had given me at some point, just silly stuff sitting up there. And so I was like, you know what? It all comes down. I'm going to wipe you down, clean you up, and then I'm going to put this these plants here, which is what I've been telling myself I want to do. So that's awesome. I thought I, that makes me so happy. Mm-hmm. Me too. I do have a little bit of exciting news. Yeah, I, I love exciting news. I hope that it stays exciting and it stays news as in it comes to mm-hmm. fruition. But I asked my husband if I were to acquire enough old windows if he would help me build a small greenhouse oh if i do do it my goal was to not use any as as minimal new product as possible try to do as much reclaimed as possible Mm -hmm. which i know rain and i are both like very very um concerned about like we that's Mm -hmm. something we want to make a high priority is to reclaim and recycle as much uh, as possible and so Fingers crossed, I can acquire some windows and be able to put up a small greenhouse. Not big. That would be awesome. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> You're I'm exciting. hopeful. <laughs> I'm hopeful. Yeah. And all those things, which has nothing to do with decluttering other than I already feel a little less muddled and cluttered in my brain from this small amount of time that we've been decluttering our spaces that I actually feel like I can think about something like that, which is yes, which is very encouraging. All right. Would you like to play a game with me? Yes, I love to play games. Okay, so I'm using my DIY spinner that is actually on our Etsy shop. So if you need a cute spinner, you can get one there and i wait tracy yeah i have a question about your spinner in the etsy shop have you ever made a sale of that spinner in our etsy shop i have made one sale yay (laughs) i love it i i'm pretty sure i saw that 70 cents hit our bank account it was very exciting (laughs) well you know what's even more exciting is when you make if you have the etsy app downloaded when you make a sale it makes this like cash register (laughs) we're gonna play a game we are going to play a game so i'm using the spinner and what i've done is i've wrote some words on the spinner Mm -hmm. and whatever word it lands on i would like you to tell me a decluttering experience kind of based around that word and it doesn't have to be like this particular week which that would be good if it was because it'd be really recent but if you don't have an example from this past week it could be from weeks or months or years past. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. All right. 
tell me about a chaotic decluttering experience. <laughs> Something that was chaotic. So I am literally in the middle of a chaotic decluttering experience right now. Remember last week I told you that my laundry room area was the place where everything sort of goes and that was going to be like the really big one and all of that. So three day weekend this weekend. Yesterday I did a little bit more of my low hanging fruit stuff and today I was like, okay, I need to dig into it. So I'm sitting in like Rubbermaid container hell right now because I like pulled <laughs> all of this stuff out. So it's a lot of stuff that we'd packaged up that needs to be gone through. I have a bunch of like, canning supplies, all of my hurricane supplies, all of that kind of stuff is all of sort of crammed. So that's all pulled out right now. I need to make a decision on everything because that's been one of the things I've been really intentional about. Once I take it out, I'm looking at every single thing that is a part of whatever this package is, and I'm making active choices about whatever it is that now has entered my space and where it goes again. So right now it's very chaotic. I just have stuff piled everywhere. It's a little unsettling, but it's actually great at the same time because I really have been on it all week long. I have been every single day I have done something either big or small. And so I'm feeling very accomplished. I'm feeling really proud of myself, but this has been the biggest mess that I've made so far. Even when I did my kitchen, like all my food cabinets, that was messy, but it was small items that were stacked everywhere. These are big items that are all over the place. So that's my chaos story for today. All right, I'm gonna spin for a word. Oh, that's the same word. Can't use the same word twice. All right, my word is surprising. Oh, surprising. I have been pleasantly surprised at some of the things that I've done this week, which I've done in the linen closet and I have done the bathroom and I've done like the magazines and all of the drawers and chests. So all of the hidey hole places in the living room have been done. The thing that surprised me the most is how easy those particular areas have been. That surprised me because I didn't expect it to be what I would consider easy. And I actually, on my little uh, handwritten tracker that I just made for myself, I wanted to also track and gave myself an, an EMD, easy, moderate, difficult, and have been rating each assignment or each kind of zone that I've been working in. So that has been surprising to me the, the easy what did not surprise me is that when i got to the hall closet which is in our living room that it was kind of what rain has expressed basically it looked like 16 closets threw up in my living room which <laughs> i don't know why that would surprise me but I, it was shocking nonetheless all right are you ready for another word i am uh family Family. Okay. So my family has been pretty supportive. I would not say they have been overly active participants <laughs> in the whole process, but they have, I mean, they've been very good natured about it and they're like, okay, what are we decluttering today? Which really means what are you doing today? But that's fine. But they've been 
pretty pleasant about the whole thing. We have one and a half baths. And so the full bath is obviously a family bath, but it's also the bath in the hall. My children were sharing like an under sink cabinet sort of together that they needed to go through. And so I asked them to please get in there together, go through everything, be ruthless about the choices that they were making. And I told them, how about we use this cabinet in the linen closet for stuff that you only have to access every once in a while and then you can use the under the sink for everyday items and we went through everything and they did a great job they spent a good hour and a half in there you and i could have done it in 30 minutes <laughs> but they were working together and they were you know uh, having conversations about what are we keeping? Do you want this? Do you not? And they did a they did a really good job. They got everything sorted and organized. And then I did go back and after them and just rearrange a little bit. But I thought they did a great job. That's awesome. Way to go, girls. But mm -hmm. Rain just said I could have probably done it in half hour. Well, <laughs> I feel like you know me better than that. <laughs> yeah, I'm so slow at everything. It's like my non superpower my kryptonite okay my word is ridiculous <laughs> ridiculous uh so how did our ridiculous amounts of backpacks mm. just bags in general but a lot of backpacks um ridiculously i've also held on to these they're kind of a scrapbooky kind of thing and i mm -hmm. had collected several of them over the years and by several i mean like seven or eight of them mm -hmm. and held on to them with these really good intentions that literally have never come to fruition and i've moved them from one place to the next so they are like the quintessential example of clutter because i literally have moved them probably five six seven times to different locations trying to hold on to them and think maybe one day i'll actually sit down and do something with them mm -hmm. and i've never done it and so to me, that's ridiculous. And that is probably the sign, like here's your sign, that this is something that you do not need. And if in the future that the need arises for said scrapbook thing, they have this place called Michael's and Hobby Lobby and Amazon <laughs> that I could get another one. So I had to have a little talk with myself and say it's time. So that's ridiculous and the backpacks. You know, the things about backpacks is you kind of need a different one for different occasions. And so I have like my, my, like my backpack that I probably use the most. I use it for travel, I use it for hiking. Then we have some like true hiking packs, like overnight hiking packs, and that we have used those for travel as well. Ellie has a pack. We have a, a camel pack. I've got a fanny pack, like so all the different packs. But then I had started collecting backpacks to make bug out bags. I feel like this episode is gonna have so many wonderful hashtags to go with it. I'm so excited about it. Mm. We've got DIY greenhouse and tomato plants and bug out bags, mm. but I haven't gotten around to filling the bag. So I have the actual bags and I actually have one for each member of my family plus an extra one that I have all purchased secondhand. Mm -hmm. So that makes me very happy as well. And I even have a couple water bottles, like bigger plastic water bottles uh, with wide mouth lids that I've collected secondhand to be able to go in each pack as well. So um, next is a conversation with this wonderful, beautiful friend of mine who loves to talk about things bug out. <laughs> yes. 
I'm very excited that you are starting to develop like a sincere interest in it. Like not just a, yes, Rain, I'll listen while you talk, but like a, no, you know what? Let's actually be active in this, in this kind of like context. Yeah. I'm super excited about it. I'm so serious about it. It's been a project on hold because of life. Mm -hmm. And now that we're getting a handle on life, I feel like we can come back to it. So overall, how do you feel the last week has been in decluttering world? I think it's been great. Like I said, I've been very focused on it. I've been very motivated by it. And there's a lot that I've accomplished. There's a lot that I still have to accomplish. I have not felt overwhelmed. I have given myself the opportunity to start and finish a project every day. The laundry room will be the first project really that I'm starting that I won't finish it today because it's, it's just a big one. But also today though, I did my closet. Of course I did go through all my clothes at Christmas time. So I only had a few clothes to go through in my closet, but I went through my shoes and I went through some of my sports stuff. I also did all my jewelry today. So I went through my jewelry box and then I have a shelf in an armoire that I keep some everyday earrings and that kind of stuff. So I did all of that today, but I definitely have been feeling very good about it. I have. So I told you before, I know that there are a couple of of areas that I do struggle with, which are games and books and magazines. And I will tell you that several times I've looked at areas that I know need to be addressed, but they contain games and books and magazines and I have been (laughs) avoiding them. So that's gonna be what I sort of tackle next week, I think. It'll be interesting to see how I feel at the end of next week and how successful I am in those categories, because those are the categories that I know are are more challenging for me emotionally. For whatever reason, I'm just like super committed to my Candyland game. Like, I don't know why, <laughs> but you know, I mean, that's the kind of stuff and, and I do know why I, I understand the emotion behind it. But otherwise, I think I've been doing really good. How about you? You know, I feel like for whatever reason, and there are probably a lot of different reasons, this has been such a great week. It just really has. I feel like myself more than I have in such a long time, which is just, I'm gonna get emotional. Like it's such a breath of fresh air just to feel myself get a gulp of air. I can look in the mirror and be like, oh wait, I remember her. I recognize her to to finally, devote intentional time to doing something that's important to me. And then as soon as that little bit of a gate, door, window, whatever you want to call it opens, then I can feel all of the other things starting to line up with it, which has been miraculous, which has nothing to do with decluttering other than it's just when you take these small steps towards the things that are important to you and lining them up, that you're honoring your authentic self. You got your hand up. (laughs) I do. I have my hand up. I disagree that it doesn't have anything to do with decluttering because I believe in the energy in your home. This is a conversation that we've had in other, you know, contexts before. But I think that when we're cramming all this crap in the corners and shoving it behind doors and keeping it out of sight, first of all, we know that in our bodies, our bodies know that we're doing that kind of secretive squirreling away stuff. So I think by pulling these things out, by processing what's behind those doors, by, you know, cleaning and dumping and whatever the case might be, I think that is, it is freeing up 
who we are and the energy of ourselves. It's getting our creative juices flowing. So I I don't think that it has nothing to do with decluttering. I'm not saying it's only because of decluttering, but I, I do think that there's a correlation. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. 100%. And then as far as the actual decluttering goes, it definitely is a need. And I definitely will need to continue to do this past two weeks, I'm sure. But I am hopeful that I can get a big, huge chunk of it, at least what's inside this house, not including the attic, not including the children's bedrooms, those areas, I feel like what I have mapped up by the end of the second week, I will have gone through most of the actual house itself. You know, one of the conversations that you and I had this week too was how do we get our family to participate in these things that we're doing that we're so serious about changing in our own life so that we can move forward, right? And the decluttering process for me has been very meditative, partly because it's been fairly solitary. <laughs> but, you know, partly because it I, I have been like, like part of decluttering is revisiting these choices that you've made along the way. And sometimes the choices are, what did you call them? You called them unfulfilled. It was a good intentions go to die. That's what I said. Yes. Yeah. You know, and so you're looking at this and you're like, okay, yeah, I remember all of that. Like, how do we get our families to participate in this stuff? And I realized I'm like, you know what? I think for me in my family system, the best way to do it is for me to just do it. And then they will come on board. I know my family loves me. These things are healthy things that we're moving towards. But I think sometimes it really just takes this sort of quiet, persistent action that eventually, you know, you get going, 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 and then they come on board without having to do the stomping and hollering activity thing. So I'm hoping that this is where I am today as to how am I going to get my family to like buy in. That's that's where I am today on it. Awesome. Yep. No stomping for me yet. My husband did buy some single use plastic today. That made me a little stompy, <laughs> but you can't win them all. All right. Well, I think that that's been a great recap of the week at up to this point. We have another week left in the module, so we'll be sharing that at, on social media and. We're going to be doing our reels and we're going to be making our post and videos. So I hope that you'll continue to follow along. And if you are to use the hashtag, what if I declutter, because we have seen a few people use that. So that's been exciting to see that. Mm -hmm. And let's just take a few minutes and change gears a little bit. And let's talk about the business side of the what if project. And let's start off by talking about social media. So how about those reels, Rain? Well, I, how about them? You know, we have been doing really well, I think, with our reels. We've been consistent with our sort of minimal agreed upon goals, targets. And then I think we both have even exceeded those. We did one together, which was fun. That was the first time we did some of those. And I'm feeling more comfortable in them and I'm seeing results as far as like our reach and i i feel like at least a, a couple of the things that we've done i well i know a couple of the things that we've done have resulted in someone coming over and following our account so i'm pretty encouraged how about you yeah i am i can't say that i'm getting 
much more comfortable with reels. I still feel there's a lot for me personally to learn, but I'm learning it one little baby step at a time. Definitely working on the progress, not perfection, which is which is hard for me, but I'm doing it anyway. I do enjoy looking back at them. I told Rain before we started recording that yesterday I took time and I, I rewatched every single one of our reels that we've done. And I like giggled and laughed and smiled the whole entire time. It was great. And I just thought even if it took me like an hour and 16 tries to do something and if it made one person smile, then it was totally worth it. Like totally, mm -hmm. totally worth it. I feel like that's a great strategy because it fits with who we are and what we're trying to accomplish. But we are seeing results as far as we are able to reach more people because of reels. And we're playing mm -hmm. with it because I think everybody in Instagram land is seeing that when you post your reels onto your feed, that it greatly diminishes the reach. We're not the only ones with questions marks behind it. We've also been intentional about following new accounts on Instagram and being very authentic about that. Finding people that we can relate to, that we can aspire to be like, people that we feel like we can make a connection with. And so we've been doing that and making sure we're giving them love in return. And we have uh, seen a few followbacks from that, uh, which has been nice. And then engagement, right, Rain? To talk about the engagement a little bit on Instagram. As far as the engagement goes, I have definitely noticed an increase in that. And initially, of course, it was pretty much 100% output, right? It was us going through, it was us finding people, it was us commenting, it was doing all of that. And within the last couple of weeks, since we've been more intentional about the things that you just kind of ran through and testing out different strategies on how and when to place our stuff, uh, where to put it, I've definitely noticed that we have been getting more feedback or reciprocal output. I think I've seen people reach out to us initially uh, a few times in the last, I would say, week or two, which is new too. Again, that's very encouraging to see. So I feel like we're starting to gain a little bit of traction over there on Instagram. And then something that we were talking about earlier, which is on Instagram, because you and I are both, of course, on our account, because we're both trying to find these things that feel right for us. It's easy for me not to know what you've done and for you not to know what I've done on Instagram, because you can go like somebody and have a conversation with them that I just never, ever see and vice versa. And so when comments have been coming in that I haven't been a part of, I've been sort of staying away from having a response to that just because I'm like, okay, well, that's a conversation that Tracy obviously has initiated because it's a complete surprise to me. Whereas on Facebook, it's a different sort of rhythm. Even if you start the conversation, it's very easy to drop into that thread, see everything that's gone on, know who we're talking to and participate in that conversation. I've also really feel like our current module systems has helped up the game on being able to offer shared content over on Facebook. It's something that we had wanted to do, but I felt like that was an area we were struggling with. But having it as part of our plan to make sure that we share these resources that we're finding that support the module that we're in has been really great. And then I find, oh, well, I found this. And so I'll make a note like, okay, be sure to share that tomorrow or the next day over on Facebook. For example, I found a 
a playlist. I'm not a big playlist person. I like silence. So um, I don't listen to music all day long, but I know a whole lot of people who do. And Rain is one of them. Rain is loves music and playlists. I found a decluttering playlist and I thought, oh my gosh, that's so cool. What kind of songs are on a decluttering playlist? I didn't even see that. I didn't even I see know, that, Tracy. No, I found, I so I haven't posted it yet because I found it. Oh. And I was like, okay, I, I'm going to share this whatever day it was i had already shared something else i was like i'm gonna hold on to it but i'm gonna come back to it and share it um, oh i can't I, wait to see that yeah it was always like well this is so fun like Moya, that's maybe there's playlists for everything so just finding you know rain had i don't i think it was on a podcast she had said you know i would love to find something that helps with how do i recycle these electronics and i don't know if it was yesterday or the day before i happened to think about that and i said you know what i told rain i would look into this and so i i did and found an article I checked the facts to make sure that they were accurate before I posted it or told Rain about it. And it was true. So I posted the article over on Facebook and then texted Rain and said, hey, I found this. And I, I checked it and I checked the sources and I called our local staples. And if they do, in fact, recycle electronics so we can drop stuff off there if we want. So it's made those kinds of things much easier, having our module and then our steps throughout our module of how we operate. Do you want to talk about the website? Yeah. So a few other to do items on our list for this week that we are definitely going to need to devote some time to is taxes. <laughs> so even though we don't have much to claim, we still have some paperwork that needs to be submitted and rain has graciously brought it up several times and we just have to do it like we're gonna have to sit down and, and do it so that's got to get on the calendar for this week we are also going to be having a conversation about our website and getting some more things accomplished there and then on the other parts of the back end we still have some conversations that we're going to have about blogging and about affiliate links and working on getting our account set up for affiliate links. So the process is a little slow going on that end, but I feel like on the other side, things are going really, really good. Yeah, I think we need to find a day that we can get together again and do some targeted strategic business development stuff. Cause I think that's been something that has been put on the back burner a little bit which makes sense. We push hard over here and we get stuff the way that we need it to be. And then we have to regroup and push hard over here. So I just feel like it's the nature of the way that things are swinging for us. It's not a concern, but I feel like we're sort of getting back to that, that point that we need to just spend a day having these sorts of conversations. I agree. I had looked at the calendar and I was really thinking of where we could find either a full afternoon or a day. So we're definitely on the same wavelength. Okay. All right. So anything else for the business side of things? Not that I can think of. I think you went over everything that we had sort of outlined. Okay. Anything in particular you're looking forward to this week coming up? Mm, I'm looking forward to continuing. I, I definitely have felt energized by the process so far and I'm glad to be continuing to do that. But honestly, I haven't really looked much further in the future <laughs> than like a day or two. So yeah. How about you? 
it's same. I haven't looked too much further into the future, but I'm I'm very excited about it. I feel motivated and encouraged. I'm so glad we're both having similar experiences in that realm. All right, well, before we close out today, I have one last question for you. What is the most unique or interesting thing that has gone into your purge pile in the last week? You got anything really awesome? Mm. Oh, all my stuff is crap. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I'm trying to think if there's anything unique or I don't know. Right now I'm, because I'm in my closet in my laundry room area, I'm going through Christmas stuff. So I've gotten rid of a couple of homemade Christmas things. Like there's this, I don't know, it's about three foot tall and I don't know what the inside is, maybe like PVC or something. And it's on this wooden base and it's designed to look like a Santa Claus. So, I mean, that's, you know, it's like a very bizarre, it's like something you might find at the church bazaar. It probably actually came from a church bazaar somewhere if I had to guess, but that would be the most one of a kind item. (laughs) Otherwise, I can't think of anything specifically that I was like, ooh, this is something. Why? What do you have? You must have a good one for this. I did find this really cool piece of stained glass art that I forgot that I had. It was in a drawer. I don't even know why it was in like my drawers other than maybe I was going to put it in the attic and that's why it was there. But it's really beautiful and I love it, but it just, it does not fit in our home. So it's, it's going bye-bye. It's like an ocean scene with a seagull and a sun. It's really beautiful. It's a bittersweet, but you know, coming back to the word that you used, um, ruthless. Mm-hmm. I've tried really hard to be pretty ruthless. I actually wrote it down on my worksheet to remind myself, like, hold, take no prisoners, <laughs> like do it, be ruthless, no regrets, just dive in. So I feel like I've been gentle on myself as far as my mind, but ruthless in the pursuit of getting rid of crap. And some of it's really not crap. I mean, it's it's great stuff and it'll be great for somebody else, just not for me for right now. Yeah. Yeah, when I say crap, I just feel like I just, so much stuff. I mean, I'm donating and I have some stuff that I think I am gonna actually put on Facebook Marketplace because I think I'm gonna get rid of my Cricut and all of my vinyl and all of that stuff. So I do want to try to sell that first because that was a couple hundred dollars on the front end. So I'd like Mm -hmm. to get at least part of that out on the back end. But yeah, I have so much stuff and none of it, but I haven't gone through my emotional categories yet. I've just been going through all my functional categories, but none of it am I like, you know, I I have no attachment to. And I think that's been a good way for me to do it. I'm going to go ahead and like, just get into the habit and the routine and I'm desensitized to all this other stuff. So when I get to the stuff that I do care about, maybe I'll be more inclined to, to be more ruthless in those categories. Right. You've already had some practice at it. That's why Mm -hmm. I think like professionals normally say start somewhere like the bathroom, like there aren't normally like emotional attachments to a bunch of stuff in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. That's an easy place to discard stuff that's expired or like, why do I still have this curl bouncy wave maker thing? Okay, let me get rid of this. You know, I literally used it once and I didn't like it. 
so I think that's probably why they say that, right? Like then you get your feet wet and then go on to the next project. Um, yeah. Whew. At some point in this week, I would love, like I told Rain, have a conversation about bug out bags. And I actually think I'd like to add to that list conversation about photographs. So please don't let me forget. Then it could be a whole podcast in and of itself is about managing photographs. Do you know what's really interesting, Rain? Hmm. Is my daughter, my daughter who is nine, in reference to my son who is 17, said, why are there no pictures of Samuel when he was a baby? And the ironic part is there are no pictures of Samuel on my phone when he was a baby because I did not have an iPhone there. Right. But there are actual physical pictures of Samuel, but there are not very many actual physical pictures of Ellie. So, you know, like that age difference, that eight years and how much things changed in those Mm -hmm. eight years and so either have like the clutter on your phone or clutter in person and and photographs are not clutter i mean they're precious and they're very very valuable to to me but it's a whole other conversation of how do you manage that and what do you do with them and the empty scrapbooks that you never filled up and finding a solution i think that would be a really fun interesting conversation to have and maybe something we could talk about in the future that sounds like a great add-on for our patreons Ooh. (laughs) <laughs> photo organization yeah yeah no i i'm like i'm really serious because we love to sit and look at photo books and we don't really have them yeah i have printed pictures of of sam but i don't of ellie and and how do i get to that place and what does that look like so yeah that might be a great thing for patreon mm-hmm. but no i i i was kind of half kidding about that i do agree though i think that would be a good conversation to have because i have the same problem i have a ton of pictures of my kids until they're like about two because i was taking pictures with a camera up until then but after then yeah they're pretty much all digital also this amazing friend of mine recommended this book series to me where they no longer Mm -hmm. have electricity and everybody's pictures are like stuck on their phones. And so now nobody has pictures. And so I'm like, eh. <laughs> oh, do you know who yes. that person is? Well, we could give a shout out to Sarah Lyons Fleming. Yes. Thank you, Sarah Lyons Fleming, for creating such wonderful characters that we could spend our lives with over while we're decluttering. <laughs> yes. I love so I them do have all. to say, if in, in the event that Miss Fleming's listens to this, I just want to say thank you because Cassie and Eric and the whole crew have been along on some of these journeys with me. And then I think Rain as well, because you've gone back and started listening to these series as well, haven't you? This is like the fifth time I think I have listened to them. Yeah, I've listened to them over and over and over again. But you're actively listening to to them. I am. Yep, I'm on Peripatia right now. Which is just, you know, it's just really amazing to to have some like that in common too. So I hope that everybody out there in your wonderful partnerships in life that you get to share Mm -hmm. something fun, like a book series or multiple book series Mm -hmm. by an amazing author who has created insanely in-depth characters. So, all right. Well, I think we've covered all that we can cover for today. And the next time we're back on the podcast, Rain is going to be in the host seat. She's got her thumb up. I do. My thumb is up. So 
Rain will be your host next time, and we will be giving you a sneak peek somewhere along the way and announcing what the next module's topic will be. So we look forward to seeing you back here next time. Until then, I hope everybody has an amazing, joy-filled week, and we will talk to you soon. Is that a wrap? That's a wrap.